morning, church, and welcome to our series on how to have a great 2021. We started out our series with Sam Powell talking to us about the Apostle Paul and how we can press on toward the goal. And last week, we got the opportunity to hear from Kevin Miller, the church leader in the Boston church, and he talked to us about having courage for the unknown road. Today, we're going to look at the Apostle Peter. Why? Because Peter can teach us some very important lessons. And the title of the lesson today is Knocked Down, But Not Knocked Out. You know, here we are in 2021. After 2020, we thought surely 2021 has got to be a better year than 2020. January, first month of the year, and many of us have already been hit. Hit hard. Some of us have already been knocked down. But yet, that does not mean we have to be knocked out. And this is one of the things that we want to talk about today, being knocked down, but not knocked out. You know, the greatest fighter in history, in my opinion, is Muhammad Ali. He was in a fight with a guy named Chuck Wepner. It was just a no-name guy. It was a once-in-a-lifetime chance for him to fight somebody great like Muhammad Ali. And as they're in the fight, he was fighting the fight of his lifetime. And Muhammad Ali was jabbing him, but yet he caught Muhammad Ali with a shot to his side and knocked him on the mat, knocked him down. Muhammad Ali was humiliated. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to think. But yet he got up and the fight went to the 15th round. It should have been over in the first round, they thought. Who is this guy? But yet it went to the 15th round. And this guy, Chuck, the fight that he fought against Muhammad Ali was actually the fight that inspired the movie Rocky. But yet Muhammad Ali was knocked down, got up in the 15th round, knocked out Chuck Wepner. And this is exactly what Muhammad Ali said. He said, you don't win a prize when you get knocked down. You win a prize when you get back up. And that's the thing we got to learn. We will all be knocked down at some point in our lives. But yet the key is to get back up. You know, I was born in Nebraska and I had two older brothers. My oldest brother played at the University of Oklahoma. My second oldest brother played at the University of Iowa. And then he went on to play with the New York Giants here. And so either in Nebraska, you were going to be a farmer or an athlete. And so I went out and I started playing peewee football league, sixth grade. I tried out for the team and they said, Maurice, you are too slow and too small. You can't play. So when you get cut from the peewee league in sixth grade, that is devastating (laughs) to your attitude. But yet I thought, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying. By the end of my high school career, I had 11 Division I scholarship offers to play. I got knocked down at an early age, but yet it didn't knock me out. And thank God I was able to be converted and became a Christian while in college playing football. You know, only thing I thought in my mind is I do not want to be a farmer. I do not want to be a farmer. So I just kept trying. I was going to keep getting up and keep fighting a good fight. And so this is what I want to talk about with Peter, because Peter is knocked down time and time again in so many different ways. But yet he kept getting up and he stayed in the fight. Matthew chapter 26. I want to look at verse 75. One of the most important nights in history was the night that Jesus was arrested. And what was the apostle Peter doing on that night? It says in verse 75, then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you would disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Here's Peter, the big, tough, strong fisher of fishermen. 
and yet he's weeping. Now, he didn't do that often, but yet he did on this very night because he realized what he had done to Jesus. You know, every man or woman of God is going to experience a time in their life where they're going to get knocked down. It's going to happen physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, in some kind of way. We're all going to reach a point where we're going to have to make a tough decision. We're all going to reach a time in our life where pressure is going to come on. And we're going to have to make a decision. And that decision can change us from a piece of coal to a diamond for the bride of Christ. It's happened in the Bible time and time again. Look at Noah. He was changed from coal to a diamond when he built an ark to save himself and his family. Think about it. Abraham, he was changed from a coal to a diamond when he himself was willing to sacrifice his one and only son. David was changed from coal to a diamond when he stood up for the glory of God as he fought against Goliath. Job, again, changed from coal to a diamond when even though he lost his possessions, family, he still did not lose his faith in God. Peter is one of those people who've been knocked down, but yet continue to get up. And so we want to take a look at Peter and see his transformation. Let's start in Mark chapter 3 and verse 13. Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to him those he wanted. And they came to him. He appointed 12, designating them apostles, that they might be with him and that he might send them out and preach and to have authority to drive out demons. These are the 12 he appointed. Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter. Now we're going to stop there. But the name Simon really literally means in Hebrew to listen or hearing. Now later in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus gave him the name Peter, rock, pebble. And because he was the one that said, yes, you are the Messiah. So Peter has gone through some things, but Jesus chose him. And even when he was chosen, he still wasn't the diamond yet. But Peter got knocked down time and time again, and he continued to get up time and time again. And that's what we have to do, because every single one of us, we're going to face a time where we're knocked down. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 31, while they're in the upper room the night before the crucifixion, Jesus told them, this very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. Well, we know what happens after that. Peter disowns Jesus. And yet we see Jesus on trial in an unjust way. Before the high priest, in Matthew chapter 26, verse 69, it says, Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and the servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you're one of them, for your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses on himself, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. 
Before the rooster crows, you would disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Peter was accused three different times of saying, hey, you were with Jesus. Hey, you were one of them. And he denied Jesus three times. Peter did exactly what he said he would not do. Surely I'll never leave you, Lord. Surely I won't ever deny you. And yet, that is exactly what he did. Now, let's fast forward in time a little bit here to John chapter 21. At this point, Jesus has been resurrected and Peter has seen him. But yet, Peter, in his heart, because he had been knocked down that night, he still in his heart wasn't sure about things, about his own courage, about his own standing with Jesus. And no matter how hard he tried to convince himself otherwise, he still felt like things just aren't right. So what did he do? He goes home. He goes home. The other disciples go home. And, and Peter says, you know what? I'm going to go fishing. In John 21, verse 3. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat. But that night they caught nothing. You know, when Peter felt this in his heart, he went into default mode. In other words, he went to do what he felt secure about doing. And many times we do that. When we get in a tough situation, we fall back on what we feel comfortable with. You know, if you're a pianist and you're stressed, you may go and start playing music to, to, to show your mood, to ease your mood. If you're a golfer, you may go out and in frustration hit golf balls to get rid of them. Well, here's Peter. He's a fisherman. So when he hits this point in his life, he goes out and he starts to fish. And that's exactly what he did. Now, we've all been knocked down at some point, And we've all wondered, how do I recover from this situation? Well, in this conversation with Jesus, we're going to see how Peter recovered and how we ourselves can recover whenever we're knocked down. So we know we have the faith and strength to get back up and to fight the good fight. The first thing we need to learn whenever we're knocked down is this. We must learn from our knockdowns. We must learn from our knockdowns. Now, one thing in Peter's favor was that he could admit that he got knocked down. That's hard for some people to do. Some people have a hard time admitting that they're wrong, admitting that they're at a bad place in life. You know, it says in Proverbs 28, 13. He who conceals his sin does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. The message version of that says this. You can't whitewash your sins and get by with it. You find mercy by admitting and leaving them. You know, some people just cannot admit when they're wrong, when they messed up or when times are just tough. You know, you think about the, 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 the movie Titanic, the ship, the Titanic. Even when it hit an iceberg and it's sinking, there are still people who's playing music, listening to the band, still dining and eating. They refuse to believe that a ship this great could be sinking. And they sat there doing other things, went on with life as if nothing was happening. Guys, we cannot get to that point where we just refuse to live in reality and are so prideful that we can't admit we've been knocked out. You know, the Bible says in Romans 3:23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. 
We all need a savior. We all need Jesus. This is what is true in the world today. But there are many people that won't ever admit it. There's many people who say their way is the right way. Let me get back to this. I'm going off here. Let me get back to this. Now, back in John chapter 21, Peter goes fishing. Now, I think Peter going fishing was a good thing for him because Peter was in the boat. And as the Bible says, they didn't catch nothing all night. So here's Peter in the boat, not doing nothing. This gives him time to think. And so he's thinking about, I denied Jesus to the servant girl. I denied Jesus. I denied Jesus. And he's thinking about what he did. And then he starts to learn a lesson from what he did. This was a good thing for Peter. He had to sit down and think about it. And it reminded him. And he learned something from being knocked down. I'm going to tell you something here. It's really key. You got to listen to this. You see, one of the greatest benefits from being knocked down is that you can learn from it. There are things we learn from being knocked down that we would never learn otherwise. There are things that we learn from being knocked down that we would never otherwise have learned. Here's the key. The truth is most of us don't change when we see the light. Most of us don't change when we see the light, but we change when the heat is on. When we start having problems in a marriage, that's when we try to change. When our kids start having challenges, that's when we try to change. When our money gets funny, that's when we try to change. Some of us don't change just because we see the light. Sometimes we change because we get knocked down. That's kind of like God's megaphone saying, wake up. It's time to change. And this is an important thing. We have got to learn from every single time we get knocked down. You say, I got knocked down 365 times. Well, you know what? You should be 365 times better than you were before. Because if we just learn one thing from every time we get knocked down, we become a better person. That's how we transform from that coal to that diamond for the bride of Christ. You know, the first thing we need to do is to learn from getting knocked down. The secondly is this. We must let go of our knockdowns. We need to let go of our knockdowns. You know, we're going to get knocked down. We need to learn from it, but we also need to let go of it. Look back in John chapter 21. John chapter 21, verse 4 through 10. It says, early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, you having any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of a large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped the outer garment around him for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they had landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught. You know, Peter realized that Jesus was there on the shore. He jumps in the water. He starts swimming. He's going for it because he wants to get to Jesus. And minutes later, there he is, sitting next to Jesus, the smell of fish cooking in the air. 
And yet he's looking at the face of forgiveness. See, the last time he saw Jesus was when he denied Jesus. When they had that eye to eye contact, it talks about it in the Gospels. But yet now here he is. He's able to look face to face with Jesus. You see, many of us can get stuck in the past. We can get stuck in the what ifs. We all have what ifs. What if this didn't happen? Or what if that had happened? Or what if we can all get stuck in a place of what ifs? But eventually we have to get to the point where we have to learn our lesson. And then we have to put that lesson behind us, put that knockdown behind us and look into the face of the person that can forgive us, Jesus Christ. You know, it says in Isaiah 43, verse 25, God says, I, even I am he who blot out your transgressions for your own sake and remember your sins no more. Can I get an amen? God says, I remember your sins no more. Here's our problem. We remember our sins. But God says, I remember your sins no more. It's not like he has a problem. He chooses not to remember our sins anymore. Maybe you've been knocked down in the past and you think, can God forgive me? Well, know this. That's God's specialty. Forgiving people. That's what God do. God do. That's what he does. He forgave a murderer named Moses, took him from a coal to a diamond. He forgave a prostitute by the name of Rahab, took her from a coal to a diamond. He forgave an adulterer by the name of David, took him from a coal to a diamond. Listen, none of us, none of us would be here today if being knocked down was a disqualification of being a true follower of Jesus, because we've all been knocked down. We would all be disqualified. But this is what we got to learn. Peter discovered we need to learn from our knockdowns. We need to let go of our knockdowns. And thirdly and finally, we need to get up from our knockdowns. We need to get up from our knockdowns. So Peter, he gets out of the boat and he comes over and he has a conversation. He looks at Jesus. He confronts Jesus. He talks to Jesus. Look in John chapter 21. Verse 15, it says, when he had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Now, here's Peter. After being knocked down, he didn't say at this moment, Jesus, you know what? I messed up, but I'll never do it again. That wasn't his attitude. He didn't say, oh, I, I would be a different person. That wasn't his attitude. He was humble. He learned from his knockdown. He was willing to let it go. And now he's willing to move on. And what does he say? He says, yes, I love you. And this is what we've got to understand. Peter recovered from his failure, from his knockdown, and then became one of the greatest success stories. Peter was the one that helped spread the gospel to the Gentiles. He was the one that helped spread the gospel around the world. So he went from somebody who was thinking, God can never use me again. After what I did to Jesus, why would he use me? He went from that to being a diamond, one that Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom to, one that he was to preach on the day of Pentecost. There's something powerful in knowing that somebody believes in you. 
There's something powerful in knowing that somebody trusts you. There's something powerful in knowing that somebody forgives you. Peter felt that when he faced Jesus. You and I need to feel that when we face Jesus. See, there's nothing we can do to make God stop loving us. He loves us unconditionally. We may get knocked down six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, and he's still going to be there to help you get back up. He's still going to be there to say, I still love you. This is what we've got to understand. Now, sometimes it's hard for us because we all have grown up in a society where we have to get all of our A's in school. We have to do what pleases people. We have to make sure we're, we're lined up in the right way and everything, all of our ducks are in a row. We have become systematic in things. But what Jesus is saying, listen, if you get knocked down, I still love you. If you don't get knocked down, I still love you. And I'm going to prove it to you because I'm going to die for you on the cross. And that is exactly what Jesus did. He went to the cross. He died for your sins, for my sins, to show us that no matter how tough times get, no matter how many times you get knocked down, Every time you get knocked down, there's going to be open arms waiting to help you get back up. This is what Jesus is telling us. I'm here for you. Peter realized that. Peter wasn't sure about things, but yet when he had that conversation with Jesus, Jesus went to him. Jesus forgave him. Jesus helped him. And he was a different man. As we take communion, this is what we need to learn. We need to learn from our knockdowns. We need to understand there's a lesson to learn every time I get knocked down. You know what? This is what Jesus is saying. I'm here to help you get back up. And if your legs are kind of weak, I'll carry you. When your legs are strong, help carry somebody else. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. Help somebody else. But together, we will get through this because I have conquered the world so you don't have to worry about it. Let's go to God in prayer as we take communion. Almighty God in heaven, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for the bread. Thank you for the cup. Thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ. We do pray, God, that we can live a life that just shows you we're grateful for what your son done, did for us. Thank you so much for the many blessings you've given us and those that are, are not yet here but are on the way. Thank you so much for all you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.